keep paying, bro. I just auto trade. Welcome to Third and Masala Fantasy Football Podcast. Give it up for your host, Stages Ramalingam. Um, picking up from where we left off, sorry, I have bagel chips in my mouth stuck on my teeth. Um, but picking up from kind of where we left off, um, we are, we've, we, you know, we've gone through episode one for the podcast. We went through, um, you know, all the people who are no longer, um, you know, playing in our league right now. Um, and then episode two, we kind of went through the OGs. Uh, with Abhishek Kumar and I, and then now we're going to kind of the people who came after that. Uh, I'm just calling them like the mainstays, for lack of a better word. Uh, so that's BZ, Manis, uh, Levin, and Rutch. So we'll start with, uh, let's start with Rutch. Um, so Rushna joined... 2016, I think she, uh, oh, 15, sorry, so I think she kind of saw, her and Levin, I think, both started in 2015, um, they kind of saw, like, oh, uh, we were kind of hyping up fantasy after our first year, it was super fun, um, and I think, uh, we weren't com- getting competitive yet, but, you know, we were, that itch was there, um, and we were starting to wanting, uh, you know, to be like, hey, we don't really want to keep going with four people. Let's add more people. Uh, Russian was obviously a big football fan, so she was like, oh, that makes sense for me to join. Um, and then uh, Abhishek and Kumar know Levin, so they brought Levin in. So <laughs> Russian, we kind of, to be honest, I think we probably felt like, oh, she was going to come in, but really just kind of um, be super casual and kind of be like, uh, I don't want to say fodder, but kind of. Just easily, easy breezing, you know. Her team won't really ever be that great, but her team won't really be that bad. Because she, she's not going to be as try hard as the rest of us. Uh, we were right for a little while. Uh, but then she tasted um, the taste of victory. And then after that, her teams have been pretty consistently good. Um, but before we get to that part, we'll start in 2015. Uh, her first year there, she was her season was ranked around 121, so pretty good. I know this is kind of like an arbitrary rank, but it, you know, 121, I think seems to be like a decent, um, like a lower end, but like decent season. She did not make the playoffs here and went six and eight. Um, you know, came in first year fantasy, not really knowing too much. Uh, 43% winning, 35, 31 moves. Uh, transactions uh, average, about scored about 101 points per game her high was at 140 her low was around 77 um, she actually drew the bad luck on it and uh, teams outscored her uh, about 60 points over the season for about four about 4.25 points per game so she was getting definitely getting outscored, but not significant, not large enough to be a significant, uh, significant thing. So um, outside of that, really, her first season's unremark, not super remarkable. I mean, she got last place. Um, I actually think she got last place two times in a row. No, she didn't. She's it was not in a row, but she did get last place twice. But she got last place this time. I remember this, I think 2015 was a year uh, where Dirige won, and the competition was between uh, Rechna and Abhishek for last place, if I remember correctly, and Rechna ended up becoming last place. Uh, and then she kind of got marked with the taco, taco t- like the taco moniker. Uh, and, you know, we expected her to come back, come back hot the next year. Um, didn't really change though. In 2016, her her overall season rank went down to about 116. 
her power rank went down. Uh, she went, she got sixth place, and that time we were a 10 team, so she did make the playoffs that time. Um, so she got sixth place and went six and eight. Uh, I think she just basically came into the playoffs and the end of the season seven and eight. I think she basically just came into the playoffs and um, and kind of lost. Uh, if I'm, I can pull this up really quickly. My internet wants to load our very for uh, kind of like our uh, previous season, our 2015 season, where oh no, this is the season she won. Spoilers. But our 2015 season, I think she got, I thought she just straight up got last, but yeah, she didn't make the playoffs at all. Yeah, she she got, she dropped a cool 64 points against Double Shake, who dropped 105 in the Taco Bowl. So that 64 points led her to last place in 2015. Uh, she seems a little bit more detached, only 15 transaction moves, uh, average 93 points a game, uh, similar high, similar low. Um, but overall, her team was just not that good. And conversely, competition was not that good. Her, you know, he, she was scoring 93 a game, but her team competition was scoring 95 a game. Um, so even by scoring an average of 93, 94 points a game, she was still pulling out ahead uh, at an average of two points per game higher than her opponents. Uh, so I think like. Her 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 wins probably came from you know that more than anything, but it's not a sizable difference. She wasn't putting up crazy numbers, but her teams the team she was playing against also were putting up bad numbers. Um, so really, uh, I would say this is kind of I would say 2015 2016 kind of forgettable seasons for Rachna. Um, yeah, I don't I don't, I don't really know what to say. I want to see. I'm just gonna take a quick look at what her team was like. Uh, oh, sorry, no, I was 2016, I was wrong, 2016, she did make the finals, she, uh, sorry, the quarterfinals, she lost to BZ pretty bad, and then I beat her by one point in the fifth place game, uh, in that fifth place game, I, that's, I had Zeke and Doug Martin gave me zero, uh, I don't think anyone really, I don't even think anyone tried for that, uh, tried in that game, but her team overall, uh, that was when Adele was her all year, um, she had Odell, she had Jay Ajayi, when he was good on the Dolphins, he had Shady, Greg Olson, interesting team. Either way, wasn't that great, ended up in sixth place in the end anyway. Um, so I think by this point, um, I know Abhishek and I, and Kumar and I, we all, all of us started taking it seriously, Levin came in, he was taking it a little bit seriously, um, and Manus joined as well in 2016 so there was a little bit now there's there's a lot more people she knew and there's a lot more hype around it and uh, 2017 comes around and we start trying hard I feel like everyone's starting to try hard a lot more now uh, 2017 comes in her her season rank goes from like that 116 from previous to 130 so big improvement there uh, in this one her team went she started putting up 112 113 points a season a game um, you know, her team, you know, opponents uh, started putting up 118 points a game. So she's continuing to be outscored by, uh, to being outscored by her opponents. I think I may have said that she was outscoring her opponents, but so far her opponents have been outscoring her every season. Again, but it's not been negligible at this point. This is her worst year where that's happened in 2017. And it was about six points per game. Um, so really, honestly, looking at her... Her luck is really, honestly, pretty good. Looking at the rest of the season, she's got pretty good luck. Not really swinging one way or another too extremely. Um, another year where she misses the playoffs, she goes 6-7. and seven. Um, And, you know, another, another year where it's kind of disengaged, where she has 14 moves, nothing really, nothing crazy. And she ends up in 10th place. Um, so, rough... Rough going back to back, not back to back, but almost back to back. Taco, two time Taco, um, and I think this is when she got. I think the first time she got the um, Joe Flacco shirt, and I think the second time she got the Baker Mayfield shirt as the Taco prize. Speaking of which, I'm surprised y'all didn't um, 
get me a shirt for last place either this time. Maybe, maybe that's a good thing. All right, so 2018 comes along. You know, this was Rachna's best season. Um, this is a pretty infamous season. We we expanded to three wide receiver PPR. Uh, oh no, sorry, not three wide receiver. Uh, we started expanding a little more. I think 2018 had 12 people, um, if I remember correctly. Maybe not, but either way. Uh, her rating, her season rank went to 163.96, so essentially 164 as her power rank for this year. Uh, she did win the championship. A total of 11-4 and four record at 73%. You know, way more active on the waiver wire, 30 transactions. Uh, averaged 138 points a week. Um, her high was around 173. Her low was around 96. So... And then comparing that to her opponents who were dropping 123 on her, she was basically outscoring her opponents by about 15 points every single week. Um, and while every season so far it's been about uh, she's been behind eight ball where her teams, are, uh, the opponents keep outscoring her, she is now outscoring her points by over 191 points. Um, so this is definitely, compared to the rest of her seasons, 2018 is the outlier season. We all know that was the Le'Veon Bell holdout, and she picked up James Conner off the waiver wire right before the season started, and he went ballistic uh, and kind of basically kind of won of the league by himself. Um, so she went 9-4 that season, so around a 69% win rate. Her longest winning streak was at 3. Her longest losing streak was at 2. Uh, she got the bye that week, that, that season. She got a bye week. Um, so her second playoff appearance, got a bye, and then um, went 2-0, scored about 279 points in the playoffs, and won the championship. Um, it was honestly, it felt like a, if I'm remembering correctly, it was a pretty clean like path to her, to the finals for her. Uh, and I'm going to pull up quickly her... Excuse me, I'm going to pull up her win, if I can find the season she won. There it is. So she went up against BZ, who, by the way, had an insane team, that, a really, really good team that year. But she clobbered her in the finals. Uh, BZ was projected for 139, Rutch was projected for 137. Uh, Rutch dropped 159 to BZ's 125. Uh, Rutch also had CMC that year. So, and I think... Um, if I remember correctly, he, um, what's his name? He was also hurt. He ended up being hurt. Um, James Conner ended up being hurt, and she ended up starting uh, Damian Williams um, at the time. Damian Williams dropped 25 points for her in the final, um, kind of out of nowhere. Maybe not really out of nowhere, but she had, basically, Damian Williams played the last... Um, was he a bear at this time? Oh my god. He played the last, basically only for the playoffs, he showed up. 19, 30, 25, 12, or 13. He dropped 25 in the finals. Chris McCaffrey, peak CMC, dropped 30. You know, Juju, the only good year of his career, dropped 21. Uh, Big Ben dropped 30. Tyler Lockett dropped 14. Elijah McGuire, out of nowhere, 24 points. And... Uh, that was just kind of how it worked. Um, her team just balled. And, I mean, BZ had a great team, too. Devontae, Ad Andrew Luck, Amari Cooper, Alvin Kamara, Mar Marlon Mack. She had a good team. Uh, Kirk Cousins went off on her bench. But, I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard to come, you know, when you're facing a team that drops, has three people hitting 30 points. It's really hard to beat that. Um so, I'm not really sure. Yeah, I don't know. Russia, Russia had a killer, killer uh, 2018. 2019 came along. Uh, high off that win. Because not only, because we have that uh, auction league that it's just like six of us. We just like meet at a hangout. It's like, it's, uh, it's, on, it's in the on auto league where basically we just do the auction draft. And then that's kind of it. And no one really touches the league and the winner gets a t-shirt. Uh, so that year, she ended up actually winning both this league and the T-shirt league. 
And she picked a Juju t-shirt, which I'm sure she regrets. So, oh wow. Then you've got her, so 2018 was just her year, you know? That's okay, we'll let that slide. So we go to 2019, that rank does dip a little bit, 154, but still a really good season uh, overall. She gets fourth place. She ends up going six and seven, so not the greatest record was, but she her team is doing well. Um, she does make the playoffs. She's about like 27 transactions. She's dropping about similar similar points actually compared to the season before. But keep in mind, this was this year we ended up scaling back to 10 and adding a third receiver, I believe. So 2019 we ended up having three receivers. So that similar point total is not fully at you know representative of everything. He's just about around 135 points, her high at 188 points, a uh, low at 183. But her team, like much like the other seasons, other people, like the team she was playing, started outscoring her. So she averaged 135. Teams against her averaged 139. Um, basically, teams would score about four points more than her per average per game. Um, she made the playoffs this year won the first round then you know basically lost the next two rounds and uh lost the third place game to end up in fourth place okay so overall a solid you know it's like a solid season can't you know is hard that year was there was a lot of power 2019 was a really strong season uh and then 2020 last year she ended up placing third she had a really she had Derrick Henry in his prime uh in, in his prime I mean last year with the 22k yards she ended up going 7 and 6 54% winning um ended up with the final 9 and 7 record of the season she won her first week lost her second week and then won in the third place championship to get to the third round or to get third place um i remember she demolished whoever was fourth um but 44 point, uh, 44 transactions over over that season, so you know more activity. And I feel like, you know, I know even though Rachel says she doesn't remember any of her team this year, she'll get back it when she gets back into it. She'll start doing better and better. Um, she may not get to that championship again without another just like a breakthrough player coming through for her. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the story. It's hard to get a championship without someone just like coming out of nowhere and breaking through for you guys. Um, you know, this last season she averaged around. I mean, last season we also went down to half PPR, so points, point totals in general went down uh, about 125 per week. She her high was at 163, 73 was a game low, and honestly, that kind of really highlights how insane Kumar's week was last week, last year when he dropped 211. In half PPR, it's, it's insane. Uh, and again, much like this year, her all her other years, she is gets outscored by about 19 points in the season. Really, honestly, fairly negligible. Uh, so about one and a half points per week, her her team will outscore her. Um, longest winning streak of four, longest losing streak of three. She showed up in the playoffs, and again, she went two and one, dropped 437 points in the playoffs. Um, and that was, that was that her overall, and that's kind of Reshma in a nutshell. I mean, uh, she's, you know, fairly detached for, she's always been fairly detached, you know, or pretends to be detached until the season begins. But then once that season begins, she's kind of all in, um, and her rank kind of reflects her overall rank. I feel like does reflect that she, you know her best finish is as number one. She got a championship, even though she her she got last two times. Doesn't really matter because she still won uh, four playoff uh, four playoff appearances in six seasons. So she either makes the playoffs or gets last place. Uh, one first round by her average finishes around fifth place. Uh, one ten win season, two winning seasons, and four losing seasons. Really, because even though she made those playoffs, she'd make them in, make the playoffs at like six and seven, so that's technically a losing season. Um, yeah, uh, her overall like manager rank was around uh, people, like power ranking rank, whatever is about 139, which is really good. That's right, be I think that's actually higher than Kumar's too, 
Um, it is higher than Kumar's. She's, she would be ranked higher than Kumar there. Um, th that championship really, that championship season really changed like the way her season, her season is viewed. Uh, her her time in third Masala has been viewed. Um, total wins, she's a total of 46 wins over her career, which even though uh, I've only played one more year, but it, I, that's one less win than me. Yeah, one less win than me. She has 43 losses, 89 total games, 52% uh, win, win percentage. Uh, I don't really know how to say articulate that. Um, overall, her luck on average is pretty pretty standard. She her teams over her career have outscored her by half a point per game, so pretty much negligible. So again, all of these teams with larger sample sizes, so you kind of are showing you like where luck is in play. Uh, regular season, she's actually straight up down the middle, forty wins, forty losses, uh, at fifty percent win rate. Um, yeah, in the playoffs, she also has a 50% win rate. Five wins, five losses. So, pretty straightforward. Her best season was 164 rank, and her worst season was 116 rank. So, I'm spending a lot of time talking about Russia. So, anyway, time to move on to the next person. I have is Manus right here. So, Manus... Manus has been in the Kandanegma. He joined 2016. He's still with us. You know, he's he's definitely he tries in fantasy, but he's also you know big money, trying to come in, pump the pot up to 200 kind of guy. Um, and he, uh, you know, in general, he's been great to have in our fantasy league. Um, initially, I would say initially he had a rocky rockier start, uh, but he went ahead and uh, apologize. Actually, I have to take. A Quick break. I'm just going to pause and pick back up where I left off. Hey guys, sorry about that. Uh, fiance called and had some uh, last minute things to deal with before her flight here. So, anyway, back to what we were talking about. We're talking about Manus. Okay, cool. So, we were basically saying, um, I was basically saying Manus came to the league. His, uh, he's been. Doris is someone who's pretty good at fantasy football and also will, you know, he he and I were like the original people who'd be making trades. I guess Levin kind of could be in there too. Um, he was definitely way more seasoned than us when we kind of started. But he also <laughs> was notorious for auto-drafting or... You know, I, I think I think Manus is called the fame. Unfortunately, is either is that one season where he basically auto drafted three running backs. At, he he queued up three running backs at the start, and then just auto drafted the rest of the time. The other time, I think not last year. I think last year when he was like on a yacht and then just didn't have internet or something, or he was on a boat and then he didn't draft. And then uh, obviously the most infamous Manus moment. Um, which we will never let him live it down, for sure, is the girly CMC trade, which, and I was telling people this earlier, I think I was mentioning earlier, it's like, you knew what you were doing, you were just doing it a little, like, a year too early, because CMC, like, the next year became insane, and girly's out of the league now, so, I wonder what this season, what, you know, I wonder if you would have had a championship if you had girly that year, who knows, uh, going to, starting his first year, 2016, he, as I mentioned, he joined in, um, after, once we started expanding it to 10 teams, uh, he came in with BZ, I believe, so, in that season, he finished at 7th place, so missed the playoffs, went 5-8, and eight, uh, you know, around 39% win percentage, and then, uh, about 30 moves, so he stayed active, here, the kicker that season was rough for him. He had 90, he scored about 90 points per game. Uh, and his high was at 100, was not even at 110. It was technically at 109.68. It was rough. That was his highest scoring game in 2016. He was outscored. Manus does have some, I don't know, some of this is bad luck, but also some of this is just some bad teams. But that's that season. He had, he was outscored by his opponents 
by a total of 112 points, or around 1.86 points per game. Uh, again, five ended five and eight. Two four a uh, two game winning streak was the best he had. Four game losing streak was the best he had. Um, you know, overall, not the greatest year for Manus. Uh, but much like we saw with honestly everyone in our league, their overall ranks of the seasons have kind of gone up. Again, some of that is because overall points have gone up and overall strength of schedules have gone up. But a lot of it is because there are fewer and fewer bad teams in the league. Uh, like I was even saying, this year I couldn't even... Rubbershake was calling me out for copying out on our rankings, but this year I couldn't even feel comfortable ranking a team because every time I looked at someone's team, I felt different about them. Uh, I think everyone has like good teams this year, and no one. Usually, there's one person that's like, "Ah, that's bad." Um, Manos drafted two QB. He had three QBs and two back to back, and I still think his team is pretty good this year. Um, anyway, 2017, uh, he pumped. You know, went up to about 140 uh, power ranking rating. You know, I keep throwing out all these numbers. They're arbitrary. I don't really know what they mean. All I know is relative to relative to others, I can tell you if it's good or not. I think that's pretty good. Uh, he went six and seven this year, uh, in fifth, uh, sorry, he went, um, yeah, six and seven this year, finished in fifth place, uh, you know, so he made the playoffs this year, and had 43 moves, his scoring average went up to 121 points a game, uh, and at this point he was outscoring his team, his, uh, like opponents about 50 points overall the season, so about around 4 points per game, 3.8 points per game. Uh, again, 6-7. and seven. Uh, You know, he went to the playoffs, and for some reason, I'm pretty confident he went to the playoffs, but for some reason, I apologize, I have some number, some things that I just don't have written correctly. I'm pretty sure he, he, I beat him in the playoffs in the first round. Yep, he made the playoffs, and then I beat him in the first round that year. Uh, and I remember because uh, Manus, I generally beat Manus in most of our games, but they're never uh, they're never close. I think he just had, uh, so they're usually always close. Uh, I think he just kind of has some bad luck around against me because like he, I beat him by like three points or something like that. Something really close. So yeah, he went to the playoffs, lost. Um, overall, a solid season. Um, I think that was the year he that year he had. Uh, who did he have? He had a couple of good people. He had Michael Thomas that year, Christian McCaffrey that year. Um, this is the year before you traded him, and he was well, Christian McCaffrey was not that great. Where he was like a ten to fourteen point guy. He had a couple of amazing games, but it was not a common. It was not like an everyday occurrence. And DeAndre Hopkins, he had. He had a great team. It just I had Bell that dropped forty points that week. Um, so, what can you do? So, the next season, rank went up even more to about 150. Uh, and we'll see that he went, uh, 7-5 and five and 1. So, this was the year he tied with Abhishek. The only, still the only tie. He finished in 5th place. A little bit more disconnected this year. I think this was the year he actually ended up auto, one of the years he ended up auto-drafting. Uh, I think. So he had 18. He had 18 roster moves, about 125 points per game. Uh, pretty good overall, and he outscored his uh, outscored his opponents again this year, about about 80 points and around six points per game. Uh, overall, pretty good season. His first, and I think his first winning season in the league, and at winning at 56%. Uh, again, he went to the playoffs and he won his first. He won one round and he lost one round. So, I think he made it to, I think if I remember correctly, he made it to the second round. I had all of these tabs opened up, just so I can quickly re reference them. But now there's too many tabs, and I can't reference them anymore. Because I have to sit there tabbing between all of them anyway. So, yeah. Anyway, I'll find it real quick. But that year, what, uh, that year in 2017, I believe he ended up... Um, uh, 2017, I think he ended up winning, or he lost to me, and I think he won in, like, the fifth place match or something like that. Um, so he went one and one in the playoffs, technically. 
Uh, and then 2019 overall season rank went down a little bit. This was the this was the first three running backs into the trade because he ended up. I remember he traded away Delvin Cook this year. The year um, 2018 is when he trade. Um, 2017 is when he traded away CMC or Gurley. 2018 is the year he traded away. Um, he traded away Dalvin Cook for Juju, which ended up being what carried Ubershake to the chip. Um, so, yikes. Uh, 2018, he did make a trade with me, and he won that trade, trading Julio for Hopkins. Uh, Hopkins ended up being the wide receiver overall number one that year, and ended up being the first wide receiver off the board the next year, too. Um, but the difference there wasn't as big as Gurley and... Julio ended up, or Gurley and um, Cook ended up being, and I the Cook one makes so much made so much sense at the time. He came off two years ago tearing his ACL, and the year before he had the hamstring injury when he was with Kumar, and then he came back, and then boom, two full, two, you know, if you knew that 2019, 2020 were going to be pretty much completely healthy years for Dalvin Cook, um, he probably wouldn't have done that. Either way, he had a rough year. Went. Four and nine missed the playoffs. Actually, ended up getting last place that year. Uh, he did average this year. We had three wide receivers, so again, points are a little higher. Um, so around 36, 136 points per game, but his opponents were scoring 145 points per game. He was being outscored about almost nine points a game uh, throughout the season. Much like how his very first year, where he was outscored by 112, this year he scored. Actually, this year and last year, he was scored about, um, he was outscored by the same now, 113 points over the course of the year. So kind of some bad luck for Manus. Again, he missed the playoffs and everything. Uh, and then 2020 was actually better. He had a lower ranking, uh, but I think that's really just the point total that impacts the ranking. So I think everyone's 2019 is kind of skewed because of that. Uh, because of the extra wide receiver in the PPR. In the 2020s, it kind of comes down a little bit because we went back down to half PPR. But in 2019, he was being smashed. Averaged 119 points, outscored by, you know, opponents were scoring uh, kind of similar, 128 points per game on him. So he was just under, his team was just underperforming. But he was still able to pull off six, uh, a 7-6 and six record, his second winning record season. Uh, ended with a four, had a four-game winning streak in there and a two-game losing streak. Uh, he did make the playoffs and lost both games. Uh, I believe he lost the his pl- first round and then he lost the fifth-place game in there as well. He averaged about 203 points in the playoffs, uh, or he got 203 points in the playoffs last year. Uh, overall. And then end up in sixth place uh, overall with the final record of seven and eight. Um, you know, and I think Mono, this, the team Mono has this year is the best team to boot. Maybe it's the trades that were. I don't even think it's the trades that, like, you know, in hindsight's 2020, I lose every trade I made. I think I've lost every single trade I've made in the history of the league. So, you know, you, I feel like. That's gonna happen sometimes, you know. If you're going for an even trade, if you're unless you're trying to like fleece someone, which I'm not really usually trying to do, um, you know, you you may get, part of the trading is you may get the short end of the stick. It happens. I will say the girly one. The reason the girly one was so infamous is infamous not only because it pretty much won eleven a championship, but also. Uh, I think at the time everyone was like, "Holy shit, this is a weird trade." Like, or it was like everyone. I think everyone was super high on Gurley except Levin, uh, except uh, Manus that year. Um, but yeah. So, overall, Manus is ranked at around 133, which uh, when you compare it to Ru- behind Rajna, behind Kumar, uh, but not too bad. Uh, around, well, actually, it's around 134. Uh, he's total of 69 games played, 30 wins, 38 losses, a tie, so a 44% win percentage. Not that great overall, to be, uh, but, you know, he can easily bring it up to 500 this year, or close to 500 this year if he wanted to. 
Um, overall, though, he gets outscore his opponents outscore him uh, three point at three points per game generally. So, out of every single person we've talked about so far in the history of the league, he has been outscored the most over this over all of their time being played. Uh, so some of that, I would say three points per game for is generally like not statistically significant, but it's still something, you know, it's something that's interesting. Uh, regular season, he averages around 5.8 wins and seven losses. Um, he's got a 20% winning uh, playoff percentage. He's won one playoff game, lost four, and then... Um, yeah, his average finishes seventh place, and his average win, uh, final win total is about six, including playoffs, and his final loss total is around 7.6. So, I think Monas this year came to play. He came, he drafted, <laughs> he was there for the draft. That, that, it's, that in itself is a lot more than we've seen from him. So, I think him coming through this year, um, with the draft, I think he's and he's got honestly a really good team, so I think he's he's poised to make a run. Um, and one thing I didn't mention with Rutch, um, that her average win total is seven point six seven wins, including playoffs, and her average loss is seven point one seven. And uh, without taking playoffs out, she actually has the exact. I think I mentioned this actually. She has the exact win loss total: forty wins, forty losses. Um, Cool. And then the next person I wanted to talk about was BZ. I don't know this. Oh, there she is. All right. So BZ joined this same time as Manus in 2016. So a lot of their stuff are kind of parallel. Um, and BZ's kind of been fluctuating between some solid finishes, some okay finishes. Um, some bad finishes. So she's kind of kind of gone everywhere. Manus has been consistently in the middle, like barely making the playoffs or barely missing the playoffs, uh, with the exception of that one last place finish. So, looking at BZ, so BZ's first season, 2006, uh, had she honestly came in with a great season, rated at 132 uh, overall. She went eight and five, made the playoffs in her first year, and ended up going 2-1 and one in those playoffs, landed at 4th place. Uh, I think she were, won the first game and then lost the next game and then lost the 3rd place game, ending her at a 9-7 and seven total record. 56% uh, winning, great. And from the beginning, you know, she's been kind of involved in there, 33 moves, fully involved. Uh, her average early on in 2016 was kind of small, uh, 99, but really relative to the, the people, her competition, at 84, she was killing them. She was outscoring uh, teams by a margin of 14 points a game, pretty much. Uh, outscored overall um, teams that she played, like outscored the av like the her points against that she played against uh, by 187 points. Uh, again, great win percentage, 61%. Had a three-game winning streak, three-game losing streak. Playoffs didn't really work out for her. Um, unfortunately but uh you know pretty good playoff score all things considered uh and it's funny because there's even a message in there uh that Abhishek left on the message board so if you can go and look at the league history there's this funny message uh, like a shout out to bz from Abhishek letting like to asking her to come back because she did a good job and i think he got burned by people coming in and just auto drafting, and we kind of we talked about that in the first episode. Uh, and I think seeing BZ come in, kick butt, was definitely a breath of fresh air, especially. Um, yeah, and 2017, her ranking went up a little bit, 36, uh, ranked 36, even though she finished in ninth place. She had a she's had a couple of injuries. She went five and eight, uh, missed the playoffs, rough season overall. Um, but the main reason I think, like, she had a higher rating was because, um, you know, I think, you know, these ratings are obviously taken with a grain of salt, but it, because since the scoring format is not consistent, the points are not consistent, so it sees that, hey, the teams she played against started 
rocketing, like skyrocketing. They started playing like drop. She started having much higher competition, uh, and she started scoring more to match up that competition. So her rank kind of goes up a little bit. They, um, but in this one is really interesting because she's had this season for her, the 2017 season, has the lowest point differential between points scored and points scored against. So there was a difference of negative point, .25, meaning that her opponents scored her .25 points more than her per game um, throughout the season. So pretty crazy. She did have uh, a four-game winning streak, but also a six-game losing streak. So it's really like a tale of two seasons for her in that thing. I think she had some, uh, if I remember correctly, she had some uh, major injuries that season. Um, so it's not less that her team was bad, more that she kind of had some struggles. Uh, 2018 is, in my opinion, her best year. Um, I think she, she really like this team. I think would have won the finals if Rachna's team didn't have James Conner. So like if a worse team had James, I think like the general consensus was whichever team ended up with James Conner that year was the team that was gonna win, unless they were like a bottom of the barrel team. Uh, and I think. BC did, could have beat the James Conner owner in most situations, but again, Rechner's, Rechner's team went nuclear that year. Her team was so good that year, and like from a week-to-week -week standpoint, like uh, in 2018, she was dropping like 140 points, 130 points, a lot of points on a regular basis. And in fact, she this year for her was the um, in this 2018 season was the only she was the only person to have ever had their lowest point total in a week be over 100 points. So generally, uh, like someone's lowest total is always under 100. It's like 80, 90, 70, 60. So I think Anthony had 40. Um, in 2019, it's different because, you know, PPR, three wide receivers, everyone's lowest score was under 100. It was above 100. But before then, BZ is the only one that had a, that score. So I think this 18, 2018 team was probably her best team you know she was dropping 130 points almost a week uh 162 highest game 101 it was her worst game she was uh outscoring people though only by four points per game so her competition got much started scoring up against her much more uh from a you know and she went eight and five went to the playoffs went two and one dropped 421 points in the playoffs had a great finals showing too it's just Rachna's team went nuclear, so you know there's there's not much you can do there. She had a great season. Um, you just kind of gotta kind of gotta leave it at that. Uh, but this one I think is a really it was a really cool season, especially that stat about the low game, the lowest score. 2019 again, uh, higher ranking, so overall uh, ranking is at 161. Um, brought up here, I think basically. 30 points on um, 30 move transactions, 104 average, averaged 141 points. That's insane. She went six and nine. Uh, her game high was 180. Game low was 111 this year. Outscored her opponents though by only 1.94 points per game. She went six and seven, made it to the playoffs, lost in both. The first round of the playoffs and that fifth place game. So with an 0-2 record in the playoffs, um, and then yeah, it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of tough there. Um, outside of that, then 2020 came. You know, she got bailed out by me here because I traded uh, the RB8 and like the RB uh, the wide receiver, a top another top ten wide receiver, now Adam Thielen for Saquon Barkley and Saquon immediately tore his ACL, PCL, MCL, everything. And she didn't have to feel the brunt of that. So she got fifth place while well, I got last. <laughs> she went seven and six. And with a final record of eight and seven, 26 transaction moves, 126 average score, 172 high, 88 low. So this season wasn't great. Last season was not great for her. It wasn't horrible for her. It was just, she was just a middling, in the middle of a team. Uh, about 3.72 average uh, points higher than 
um, from the people she played up against. So it was pretty good. Again, made the playoffs, uh, won the first round of the playoffs, and or won uh, one game in the playoffs, lost two games. And overall, her ranking for that season was at 149. Now, looking at these rankings, I think what like what is skewing a lot of them is which season did you ball out, and when you balled out, wh which season, um, like which season when you balled out, um, had the highest, like how hard did you like crush people? So, um. Minus I told you was overall 134 because overall even though he had bad records, you know fifth he had a fifth place seventh place fifth place fifth place sixth place he had that last place finish but even in the last place finish, happened to be in the year where everyone was doing well because of the um, or from a ranking statistic, so it's a little bit flawed there. So BZ is actually ranked overall 126, so a little bit lower than Manus. I would. So that's an interesting stat. I think really it's, um, I think part, it has to be something incorrect here because, I'll take a look at that, just because uh, I think their, their game counts are not adding up properly for uh, BZ. So I'll need to take a look at that. Yep, 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 yep. Give me one second, I know what it is. So, there you go. Well, that didn't change too much. Either way, basically what was happening is all of her... Uh, I have to fix the, sh the formulas. But her ranking is around 120... Uh, 127. She actually is a perfect 30 for 37 and 37. Um, with a total of 64 moves. Uh, in the playoffs, she or in the regular season... She's gone, I have to change those two, sorry about that. But in the regular season, she went, she had 65 total games, uh, won 34 of them, and lost 31 of them. So a little over 51%, or 50%. Um, and then the final ranking again was, uh, I'll look through this and see if this is updated again, but it's right now it's sitting at 127, which is... A little, which is interesting because it's a little bit lower than, you know, where she's, kind of where she's at, but she's, like, flat in the middle, middle of everything. She's, like, in the 50th percentile for everything. She's had an amazing season. She's had, she had a bad season. Everything else was perfectly in the middle, and just looking at, kind of, uh, just this general sheet, or, like, all the data in this general sheet, um, yeah, a lot of, th a lot of this stuff is kind of, I apologize. Out of all the, out of all of the, there we go. Okay, and I got some updated numbers here. So also for our playoffs, four wins, seven losses, for a thirty-six percent, um, you know, playoff performance rate. She, you know, has no championships. Her best finish was. Number two, not sure why it says number four, but that should be number two. Um, best finish is number two. Her worst finish was number nine. She's got four playoff experiences, no buys, average finish of 6.5, uh, one losing season, one winning season, which is super wrong. Let me change that again. This is my fault. It's because of, of that stock. I used to two losing seasons, three winning seasons. Uh, in a total of five seasons. So overall, she's done pretty well for herself. I think, you know, statistics say she's like right in the middle, but we've seen, we've seen both extremes. So, all right, onwards is to 11. So 11 joined a little bit earlier than the others. Uh, she joined around when Rutch joined, 2005. He has, and I think, I hope these numbers are up to date. So he's got, so Levin's basically got, um, he joined us back in 2015, where, as when we first move over to 16. 
So, first moving over to 16, joined in 2014 or 2015. Uh, he was the first. He was in the first season of the Head to Heads, and he ended up actually finishing third there. He, I think they, in that season he beat me out for third place. Um, so, yeah. So can we, sorry, give me one second. Some of these numbers I'm realizing now are a little wonky. So I'm just adjusting them on the fly just so that we get some accurate data. You know, this is because a lot of this data right now is excluding Levin's bad season. Anyway, so Levin is our, without you know, spoilers, he's obviously our only, first and only two-time champ, uh, which I'm sure is pretty exciting for him. So I'm going before you know screw this data. I want to go back and look. So on the average, uh, his first season finished in third place. So he came in hot. Uh, came in, I mean, came in third place uh, with a rank around 127. Uh, opened up with a eight and six regular season record and a playoff record of nine and six, 60% win rate. Um, so he's always been pretty active. 35 moves. Uh, First season and honestly, his second season averaged 106 points per game. Um, he had some pretty low games, but one thing about Levin is every season he is significantly outscoring his opponents. Uh, this season, well, sorry, not every season. This first season, it's about a point per game, so nothing, nothing special. Longest win streak is four. Longest win streak is two. Made it to the playoffs, went one and one. Um, you know. Nothing going there. We're not much going there. Season two, 2016. So this was the year we expand. One of the years. Uh, this year, BZ and Manus joined in. He ended up winning this year. Uh, he went and set the record for the fan, you know uh, our league, the most winningest team. He ended up going 14 and one that year with a 93% win percentage. Uh, again, dropping 106 points. The difference between this year and last year is actually his points against. He did everything the same. His points against dropped by 20 points. In fact, he, this season, Levin, in his first victory season, Levin has holds the record for not only the best record, but also for the biggest differential between points scored and points against. Uh, Levin out scored his opponents this year by 266 points on an average he basically was outscoring them by 20.1 points per game so yeah <laughs> especially when you're scoring and that was definitely you know when you're scoring the same amount you scored last year that's more likely that your other team you're just getting really lucky some of it is definitely that his his team was doing well like he's uh, but from a statistical point, his team from the year before and this in 2016, no different. Pretty much the same final season score, final average, uh, game high is the exact same. Game low is actually better in 2016. Um, but the difference is there's a 300-point difference between how much people scored against him the year before and how much people scored against him that year. Um, Again, he went 12-1. I don't think, you know, I think that helps you get to 12-1. I think you still win the championship by having building a good team. Uh, but he ended up getting to 12-1. He had a six-game winning streak, which, interestingly enough, is still not the highest in our league. A one game, he basically won six games, lost a game, won six more games. Uh, of course, he got the bye. He made the playoffs. He got the bye. He went 2-0 in the playoffs, dropped 216 points, and won his first championship by beating Kumar that year. Uh, and I'm going to go pull it up really quick so we can kind of look at it a little bit. Look at the matchup a little bit. Uh, 2016, his team was Ball Don't Lie, beating Kumar by six points that year. Sorry, Kumar. This year, um, that was the year I think we talked about it. We had, he had Andrew, uh, Levin had Andrew Luck. He had AJ, uh, uh, I think it was AJ Brown, or sorry, Antonio Brown, I think he had this year. Um. If the player notes want to load for me. Yeah, it was Antonio Brown. He had Antonio Brown. He had Des Bryant, who was so good that year. And I think that's his last year he was good. Antonio Gates was great. 
Uh, his, you know, the rest of his running backs were trash. Jonathan Stewart, Devontae Freeman, but I think because Melvin, it was because Melvin Gordon got hurt. Um, Devontae Freeman was obviously good. He just wasn't good in the finals. Um, and then against uh, Kumar had Big Ben. David Johnson went new, like dropped thirty points, but that was it. He had Jordan Howard, and that was fine. But uh, Kumar had Sammy Watkins blow up on his bench. Uh, that was probably, you know, if Kumar started Allen Robinson or Sammy Watkins uh, that year. Uh, he had DeAndre Hopkins. I think this is the year DeAndre Hopkins had Brock Osweiler. And DeAndre Hopkins dropped four points. He was so bad. I, I just need to look at this game log. He had 11 points, 17 points. And after that, five points. Point four. 11, 7, 3, 4, 4, 5, 7, 11, 3, 8, 4, 12. Oh, my God. That is bad. That was that was Brock Osweiler right there. And he had Delaney Walker. Either way, Kumar lost out by six points. And with the help of some statistical luck, you know. Uh, either way, um, Levin ended up claiming his first championship. Either way, that rank he was ranked around 143 at that season. His next season, 157, won a really pretty high rank. His highest and best season. He went, he won again. So not only was he the first uh, two-time champion, but he's he won back to back. So it's like it, it's the worst because now anytime you, the next time someone wins, he's just gonna come up to them and say, "Did you win back to back, though?" And you're going to have to, unless Avishek wins this, or unless Avanish wins this year, you got to say no. Yeah, Levin will always have that until someone else wins two times in a row. Um, he had 70, he had a 73% win rate overall. He went 11-4, and four, including the playoffs. 31 transactions. Uh, and then, you know, I think this is when you switch the full PPR. Points skyrocketed, averaging 133. Game high of 169, uh, game low of 76. Here he continued to pummel his team, his opponents, outscoring them by about 14 points a game, um, with a difference between his uh, points for and against of 175. So some pretty big differences. And um, this season, though, was obviously the girly season, which we just talked about. His team was so good, especially Gurley in the final uh, final week. He dropped 40 the last two games and then 30 the game before, so he was nuking in the playoffs. Levin earned a bye, and that bye saved him because Kamara got hurt that week and only dropped by five points. If, Kamara, if Levin didn't have a bye and he played, he would have been eliminated that week by, I don't remember who it was, but whoever he would play, everyone he played that played that week outscored Levin's maximum potential lineup that year. Um, so because Kamara didn't play and he had that bye week, he actually ended up winning the championship. So bye weeks are important. 9-4, uh, 69% uh, win rate. Uh, as I said, he had, a long, he had a win streak of three as his longest, but he never lost more than one game in a row. Uh, he went to the playoffs, went to 2-0, clean sweep, won, and then ended up winning the um, championship again. Uh, this season, I mean, obviously, like, I think people make fun of Levin for it, but this was like, like, there's nothing you can knock on Levin for this season. It, sure, he got CMC, uh, sorry, sorry uh, sure, he got Todd Gurley, but, like, it worked out for him. He made the right start decisions. He, like, La the season before, his team was, like, fine, and you would say, yeah, he got really lucky by how his team, his opponents were scoring on him, like, how, like, you know, but this year, this season, like, his opponents were not scoring, was still scoring a good bit, you know, their opponents were averaging 120 points a game, he just, his team was so good, he was just averaging 136, or th 34 points a game, uh, kind of like how, what happened with Russian, Russian was dropping, didn't matter what people were dropping when you were dropping crazy, and when Abhishek won, Similar situation. Um, didn't matter how many points people were dropping on you. If you were just dropping so many points, it didn't matter. And that's kind of what happened with Levin's season that year. Uh, and then after that, 2008, 2000, 2018, 2019, some rough, 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 rough times. Uh, 
I don't know if Levin was just looking for the next hot girly after that. Uh, you know, the next, in his mind, the next fleece he can get. But I don't know if he tra- drafted to trade, <laughs> but he went 5-8 and eight that year. Um, got 11th place, missed the playoffs, 39. He actually followed up two first-place finishes with two 11th-place finishes, both in 2018-2019. He went 5-8 and eight, 2018. Four and nine in 2019, um, he was scoring fine. He, in fact, on in 2018, he he set the former record of 203.36 that Kumar then proceeded to smash two years later. Um, in both 2018 and 2019, about the same points to be honest. He was being outscored by his opponents by five to six points a game. Um, Again, pretty bad record. In 2019, he had a seven-game losing streak and no winning streaks. He won one game and then continued his losing streak. I think he had like a three-game losing streak, won a game, and then lost the next seven or something like that. It's not, that doesn't add up, but you know what I mean. Um, as opposed to 2018, he actually had a five-game winning streak and then a six-game losing streak. So 2018 was a little bit different. His team was – I think 2018 there was some bad luck in there. Very swingy kind of team. Uh, but 2019, his team was just it was pretty bad. Uh, again, no playoffs. Um, but overall, like, who cares? He got two 11th place finishes. In my opinion, that's kind of how you should, how fantasy works the best. Like, you got you want to finish at the top or you want to finish at the bottom. Uh, because at least if you're there at the bottom, you're trying to make, and you know, as long as you're not like away, like AFK doing whatever. If you're trying to make moves happen, if you're trying to make trades happen, trying to better your team in some way, if you end up in 10th place, who cares? Uh, I say that as someone who tried very hard not to be in 10th place last year and still ended up there. The uh, Yeah, so back-to-back seasons of 11th place. Uh, overall, he was ranked at 143 as manager. Uh, 43 wins, 28 losses. You know, his stats are crazy. Just it's super influenced by that 14 and one season, 60 61% win rate. Um, you know his average finish is fourth place. Even with two 11 place finishes, his average finish is fourth place. Um, average wins nine nine point seven five wins, 9.8 wins a season to about 4.7 4.8 losses this, uh, a season. Uh, winning about 60, he wins about 67% of his games. Um, on season average from a point, points for and points against differential, uh, he actually averages about 100 points more than his opponents in the season. Uh, again, I think that's heavily influenced by that 2016 season, but that's kind of how it is. Um, regular season record even better than his, uh, I think. I think it was even better. No, it was not. It was almost as good. But regular season record, um, eight and a half wins to 4.75 losses, uh, 64% win rate, you know. Biggest streak, he averages around four and a half wins, win game streaks a year, uh, and then two and a half losing streaks. Um, he has the best playoff percentage of anyone in our league. Um, part of that is because he either wins or doesn't make the playoffs. Which I respect. He has an 83% winning uh, percentage in the playoffs. Uh, 1.25 wins to a po- every 0.25 losses. He's only lost one. He has five wins in the playoffs. Two of which are championship wins, and one loss in the playoffs. And that one loss was his first year. Uh, I think him losing the third place game. Oh no, sorry, um, losing before the third place game. Uh, again, two appearance, two appearances in the playoff uh, finals and two wins. So, the Jordan record undefeated in the finals. So, that is overall Levin's thing. Again, two championships. Best finish is uh, not. Uh, best finish is first. Worst finish is eleventh. He's got two winning seasons. Uh, sorry, three winning seasons and two losing seasons. Um, average finish is, as I mentioned, around fourth place, and, sorry, it's, uh, sorry, average, uh, I, is it really, hold on, one second, one second, I think the stat is wrong, yeah, 
His average. Oh, that's why his stats are so low. So I lied about everything. Sorry. Um, quick correction. So his average finish is actually at 5.4, not 4. So his 2.11 place did bring him down. You know, he wins about 8.6 games a season and loses 5.6 games. So about a 59% win rate. Again, it doesn't change it too much, to be honest. But um, there's some changes. Not too, Again, not too much. Nothing really um, to write home about. I was just excluding a bad season, which is why it was not working. So, yeah, in the regular season, 7.6 wins, 5.6 losses, 58% win rate. Not a big difference. Um and when, as far as the streaks are concerned, he actually streak, uh, streaks about 3.8 wins a season and then streaks 3.4 losses a season. So it's pretty even, actually. Um, yeah. So overall, his best season ended up being 2017, um, which is a pretty memorable season. And, you know, we always make fun of it, but in the end, uh, still dominated. Uh, regardless of what his, you know, I'd say 2016, you could say that one, I think. Uh, statistically, that one is pretty fluky. Uh, but 2017, that one is rock solid. So, good for Lev. Either way, this was a kind of a longer podcast. But we did hit run through four people. So, next, next week, next week, next episode, I'm going to run through the newbies. So, Avnish, BK, Michael. So Michael was only here for one season. BK was here for three, and Avnish was also here for three. So we'll run through some of them, some of their some of their stats next time. And then I think since Michael only has one year, I think I can finish it pretty quickly, and then maybe we'll do some other. I'll go through the general record book and kind of talk about that as well. All right, that's it. Thanks again, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. I hope, uh, hope this is as fun for you to listen to as it is for me to look through. Um, but I will talk to you guys later. Bye. And I'll be running, possessed by a lone, lone voodoo. Fired up like a wolf on the full moon. And we're stuck in a la-la land. The tides will turn without us. And I'll be killing time like I might be a cartoon. Take it in, we a lifelike haiku. I know we got the good vibes when pieces fall right into place. Even if I lost all my money, the zero runs deep on it. And I don't need to speak a single word, cause you got me honey. Even if my jokes aren't funny, my tongue tied up on it. And I don't need to speak.